Hey, hey, everybody, this is your girl Lindsay here with the Integrity Matters podcast. I am excited um, to be with you all on today and launching a new um, segment that I'm doing entitled Sermon Nuggets. Uh, most of you do know that I am a preacher and I love preaching the word of God. And as I'm growing, um, I just want to share, you know, sermons that I've done um, as the Lord leads and just the nuggets and the notes from it um, in hopes that it will bring motivation and encouragement and stir something within you as well um, because that's one of my prayers this year is just to be a better um, a better preacher and a better deliverer of the word of God because at the end of the day we need the word the word is our lifeline the word is what we need to survive so um, I'm excited to be doing this so I just want probably I'll do it once a month um, but as the Lord leads and I want you um to listen and just give me feedback let me know what you think um and as you know before we get started i want you to go to your favorite podcast forum like it and hit that notifications button so that you will not miss an episode of the integrity matters podcast in general and the sermon nugget segment that will be coming on at least once a month um so as you're doing that i'm gonna dive right on in to the first one and this sermon was entitled yield to the reminders yield to the reminders um scripture that i came from was john 16 and 13 and i read it out of the contemporary english version and it reads the spirit shows what is true and will come and guide you into the full truth the spirit does not speak on his own he will tell you only what he has heard from me and he will let you know what is going to happen and also Ephesians 4 and 27 out of the NIV version. And that simply says, and do not give the devil a foothold. Do not give the devil a foothold. And in the first scripture that I read again, that was John 16 and 13. Um, Jesus was teaching about the Holy Spirit and what his role would be as he was preparing to go back to heaven. Um, and one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to lead and guide us into all truth. He is known as the comforter, the helper, the paraclete, the convictor. And according to the scripture, he is also known as truth because he brings truth and truth only. The spirit only comes to give us what God told him according to the scripture. It doesn't have, the spirit doesn't have a hidden agenda. He's employed by God to work within us to carry out the mission. And as Holy Spirit listens to the Father, we must in turn listen to Holy Spirit so that we can make it in this life. I started a new job recently and during orientation, um, I was in orientation and they were going over some do's and don'ts as it relates to um, the use of restraints with patients. Um, and just because a patient is acting out or we're not getting along or they're getting on my nerves or whatever the case may be, that does not mean that I can just put restraints on them and tie them to the bed to keep them from moving. That's a no-no. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. License gone. All that good stuff. We don't need those problems. The instructor went on to ask some questions as to what is considered a restraint and what is not according to Georgia law and at, the, at this particular hospital. It was a couple of examples she gave that I thought would be considered a restraint. But she said, because the patient isn't tied to the bed, in that scenario, it doesn't serve as a restraint, but it serves as a reminder. It doesn't serve as a restraint, but it serves as a reminder. 
that thing stirred my spirit as I thought about it. Because I can put, um, they have different types. Ones that you can put on their wrist. They have little mittens. I call them, they look like boxing gloves. So, and most patients use them as a boxing glove. Uh, so, I call them boxing gloves. But they are officially called mittens. So, I can put the mitten on the patient's hand. But if they're not tied to the bed, we usually don't tie those to the bed anyway. But we can just use those as a reminder. So, if they get to trying to pull out the IV or pull out the tray, get in their throat or pull out um, any type of device, they can't get to it because their hand, they have a mitten on their hand, so they can't pull it out. We hope that that serves as a reminder, uh-uh-uh, don't do that, um, so that they won't pull out devices and that type of thing. That's usually what the mittens are used for. Um, if we're using the wrist restraints, if they're not tied to the bed, um, but we just have them on them, that hopefully... We are hoping that that will cause them to think about what they're about to do and not do it. That's the goal. But it don't always work that way. Really doesn't always work that way. And especially if we're dealing with a patient that we're trying to get discharged, whether it's back to um, a nursing home or back to or to a um, maybe psychiatric facility or wherever they're trying to get them to, they cannot be in restraints and leave the facility. So when we're trying to get them out of restraints, um, we get them tie them um, and just try it out just to make sure that they're going to behave. Those are considered reminders for that person so we can get them discharged. So Lindsay, what does this have to do with me today? Glad you asked. Now, Jesus sent the Holy Ghost to be our reminder. The Spirit is a gentleman. He will not force himself on us. He will not restrain us to serve him. He will not make us serve him. It has to be an inward decision for us to serve God and to be obedient to the Holy Spirit and his voice. But he will send us reminders to stay out of trouble and for us to get some act right. Our, my encouragement for you all on today is to yield to those reminders. When God is telling you to shut up, shut up. When God is telling you to move out of his way, move out of his way. He told the Israelites to stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord. So when God is telling you to stand still, stand still. But the hard part is a lot of times we feel like we have to be doing something. We feel like we have to be um, involved or active. Our hands got to be in it. And that's where we mess up a lot of times. We want our hands in it. We want some involvement in it. We want all this and all that um, just to say what we did. But we really have to take our hands off of it and let God be God in our lives and let the Spirit work within us and work for us because He's kind of working for the both of us. He works for God, but He stands as an intercessor between us and God. So we have to let Him do um, what He does. And my pastor and my dad always tell us when, when we get in God's way, it's like we're putting handcuffs on God because He can't move when we're in the way. So when we relinquish our stand, when we relinquish our control, it takes those handcuffs. It takes the burnts off of God so that he can begin to work. So I encourage you to let God be God in your life. Let God do the work that he's trying to do. And don't get in his way. Some of you that like to cook, a lot of people, especially the real cooks in the family, they don't want nobody in their kitchen. When they're cooking, you know, they let, let, let me do this. And that's what God is saying for us. Let me do what I do for you and you will see the victory. My mama often sings this song, keep still. God will fight your battles. God will fight your battle if you be still. When God says, trust me, 
We got to trust him. Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. When you hear that, ah, 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 don't go over there. Check your circle. Look out for those friends. 1 Corinthians 15 and 33 says, Bad company corrupts good character. And one translation says, Bad friends will destroy you. And I believe that's the area that we need to revisit and focus on and pray to Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, show me who's supposed to be in my life, who's supposed to be close to me, who needs that proximity and who does not. Um, because a lot of people abuse that and they will drain you dry, leave you empty while they move on to somebody else and do the same thing. And that's kind of where I've been as well. Father, show me who's for me and who's not. And when he speaks, take it for what it is. Because one thing about God, he will not lie. He cannot lie. So we have to be uh, receptive to the Holy Spirit and what he's trying to tell us and what he's trying to show us um, and believe that. Um, and I believe it's a saying that says, when a person shows you who they are, believe in the first time. And when God shows you who a person is, you really have no choice at that point but to believe him. So trust in him. I believe Colossus the son that in him only because you can depend on him. The spirit of God, and this is the huge condition here. If we allow him to, we reveal all truth to us just like by the, that verse I read states. Let him do what he do. Listen and yield to those reminders. When you're about to do something you know you shouldn't be doing, when you're about to go back to old ways and old habits, yield to the Spirit of God. I pray daily, God, do not, do not let me lose my conviction. When you're telling me to do something, let me yield. But I believe a lot of people has lost their conviction. They have lost that, uh-uh-uh. They try to turn that off. And that's a bad place to be in when the spirit doesn't convict you anymore. You have really just turned over at that point, um, really to a reprobate mind because you're not yielding to the spirit of God. And you refuse to yield to the spirit of God. You keep ignoring um, those reminders. Again, he's not going to force you. He's just going to put it out there for you. So for you to grab it and obey. And at the end of the day, it is for our good. So yield. To those reminders. I also read Ephesians 4 and 27. Paul was teaching about how we should not let anger control us. But we should be disciplined to control our response to anger. I love that he said we can be angry but sin not. We don't want to take our anger out on others. Because it can cause hurt and destroy relationships. And neither we shouldn't hold it in. Because that's the breeding ground for bitterness, resentment. And it destroys us from within. Don't give the devil room. We must close every crevice, every crack, any opening that the devil can come in and bring destruction. And I truly believe that the devil doesn't need much to do major. I'd say that one again. The devil doesn't need much to do major. So close up every gap. Pray to the Holy Spirit that he will give you what you need um, to make it. Pray for an ear to hear. Pray for a spirit to obey. When he gets sense those reminders, uh-uh-uh, don't go there. It could be for your safety, you know. Take a different route to work. You could be avoiding an accident. You may be delayed. I'm that person, I hate being late. I hate it with a passion. But you just never know what God is protecting you from. 
So pray to God, Lord, sharpen and awaken my conviction. Sharpen my discernment. Open my ears like never before. Open my eyes like never before that I may see and obey you in everything that you tell me to do. Help me to yield to those reminders. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your life to do that. There's a song I love that Stephen Heard recorded, and I think it's an old song, but Stephen Heard recorded it where he says, Welcome Holy Spirit, we are in your presence. Fill us with your power, live inside of me. You're the living water, ever flowing fountain wonderful counselor take complete control and that's what we need to do today and as i'm getting ready to pray i'm praying father now that we can welcome holy spirit into our lives to do what you have sent him to do to open up the windows of heaven you know to lead us and guide us into all truth and if we do that then we'll see the windows of heaven open and that we will pour out blessings that we will not have room to receive father so help us to yield to those reminders so that we don't fall into unnecessary traps that we don't fall into unnecessary warfare that we don't um that we listen to the convictions of the holy spirit so that we do not fall prey um to his devices and to, to our own devices and proclivities father set us free and deliver us forgive us for all sin and unrighteousness forgive us for not listening to the holy spirit and not yielding to those reminders but father give us a desire to um listen to the holy spirit and yield to those reminders and so that we can be all that you call us to be help us to take the breaks off of you so that you can be god complete in our lives and do everything that you want to do and desire to do so father let us take the breaks off of you so that we that, that you can be god complete in our lives and that you can do everything and that we can be and thrive and grow and do everything that you called us to do and we thank you for it now we give you glory honor and praise in jesus name amen so again i thank you for joining for this podcast i hope that something was said to encourage and uplift you challenge you and for you to give your desire to seek after um holy spirit like never before and that your conviction will be stirred your discernment will be stirred all that good stuff be stirred so that again you can be all that god is calling you to be and that you can yield to those reminders so as we're leaving again i want to ask you to go to your favorite podcast form like please share it with someone um set those notifications so that you will not miss an episode and until next time you all be blessed and i love you all